Hello everyone, welcome to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. My name is Avid Kahl, and I talk about how you can start, run, and sell a bootstrap business. This episode is called Why Reading Fiction is Important for Entrepreneurs. Let's get started. I recently heard a saying, and I went, leaders read and readers lead. And it made me reflect on my reading choices over the last few years and what I've discovered from switching things up a little. Because a few years ago, you would have been unable to find any fiction in my library. All I consumed were nonfiction books from founders, entrepreneurs, industry giants, and all kinds of successful people. And I believed that my time, being fully employed as a software engineer, was too precious to spend on stories. I didn't want stories, I wanted knowledge. And I thought that I could find that most readily in how-to books and nonfiction tomes. And yeah, that has changed a little bit. I've been devouring a lot of fiction in the recent past, and I have found it to be more instructive and helpful than I ever could have guessed. And I want to share that with you today. I started increasing my fiction consumption right when I went all in on Twitter. And the more I interacted with people on a daily basis, the more I found fiction to be beneficial to my work. Well-written literary fiction allows me to shift my perspective into other people's minds. And that's not very surprising. That's just how we read, because the mere act of reading makes the reader imagine a character in their head and then see the fictitious world of the book through that character's eyes. So far, so normal. But what I found, and what I found incredible, is that this perspective shift trained me in empathy. In slipping into those characters, many characters in many, many books, I learned that even though someone might think, feel, and behave very differently from me, they still act as a generally coherent human being. And that was the surprise, right? There, there is People are very different, and they can be very different, but to themselves, they are coherent. They are one unit that makes perfect sense. And when I first realized this, I immediately saw this applicable to my entrepreneurial life. Because fiction shows flawed beings with fl- within a flawed world and flawed worldviews about that world, it's still acting consistently on the individual level. And that's a reality for any business owner out there. Your customers or your prospects, anyone you interact with are equally flawed and lacking the knowledge you have. They behave oddly from your perspective, but they perceive themselves to be very consistent. To themselves, everything they do makes perfect sense. Might not be that for you, but to themselves, that's the point. And understanding this, and deeply empathizing with the lived reality of the people you want to serve and empower makes interacting with complicated customers so much easier. Because to them, your argument or knowledge of your own product doesn't matter. What matters is the consistency of their own worldview. And the more you can help them integrate new knowledge without completely shifting their mindset, the easier it'll be to help them, to sell to them, and to retain them as long-term customers of your business. Another great learning that fiction provides is to focus on the narrative. Every good story has a hero's journey somewhere at its core, maybe multiple, but there's always a hero's journey. And the better a storyteller the author is, the more you will relate to that hero and that journey, and the more you will care about it. You want to be a storyteller yourself when you talk about your business, be it to your customers or even to yourself. The more fiction you read, the more you will learn what makes a narrative interesting, what role suspension and foreshadowing plays, and how it's not just the one thing one person does, 
fictional narratives are complex and interwoven with other parts of a story. And as an entrepreneur, it's your responsibility to reduce this complexity and turn it into an easy-to-understand narrative that attracts compatible customers to your business. Talking about your business in terms of pure outputs is never enough, right? Just like telling a story without any noticeable level of character development feels shallow and uninteresting. Or telling a story without an end. Telling a story without an interesting beginning, without stakes, all of that makes it uninteresting. And it's the same way when you market your product, when you talk to your customers about your product. Your personal story, the origins of your business idea, and how it relates to the lives of your prospective customers, these are all parts of the bigger hero's journey of your business. And since we're already talking about hero's journeys, you'll want to make your customers the heroes of your business. And reading fiction will train you in understanding how heroes stand out from the background characters in a book. It's about vibrancy. Vibrant descriptions evoke vibrant emotions. And in reading literally fiction, you'll expose yourselves to the vocabulary that resonates with you and the people you want to, yeah, you want it to resonate with. You can then use that, the vocabulary that describes people in an interesting way on the website, an email copy that you use just to engage with your customers to massively improve the effect, right? If you understand what evokes powerful emotions, these power words, then using them will evoke these emotions in the people that you want to attract to your business. And the, in addition to learning how to narrate your journey better and what words to use, fiction also exposes you to new and previously unthinkable concepts and ideas that will impact the course of that journey that you're describing with your, your narrative. And fantasy and science fiction are particularly good at exposing you to unthinkable ideas and concepts. They often depict worlds and societies that have developed from completely different assumptions than what we are used to here on Earth in our reality. And the social dynamics of those groups, those societies, the people in them, smaller, bigger groups, they will wildly differ from what you know. Yet they still make sense to anybody in that group and in the larger societal systems that have been established by the author. And particularly in the early stages of building a business, this will come in super handy. When you do embedded exploration, and I talk about that in my book, The Embedded Entrepreneur, obviously, and that's the act of embedding yourself in your target audience's communities to learn as much as you can to find a critical problem worth building a business around. When you do that, you will undoubtedly encounter communities with rules that you don't immediately understand. Go to Facebook, go to an invite-only group that has super weird rules that just don't really make sense to you. But knowing that they still make sense because of the underlying assumptions and learnings from long before you joined your community will help you blend in and become one of them. Because many communities, almost all communities, have rules that are consequences of prior actions. And just because you didn't see those actions happening, let's say they have a complete no advertising rule in some communities, well, they didn't just come up with that, right? Somebody was in there maybe a month ago, maybe a couple of years ago, spamming people with links to their business. And then other people imitated them because they thought it was fine. And then at some point it got so big that either they completely cut any advertisement or the community would have faltered under this spam avalanche. Well, if you think about the rule in that way, if you see the rule, no advertising, and instead of thinking, oh, I wish I could advertise, you think, okay, this community has defended itself on some level against somebody who tried to just selfishly advertise themselves. Now you can understand how not behaving that way will help you establish yourself in the community as a peer, as a contributor, as somebody who has something to give. 
And that is very, very important, right? Become one of those people. Just understand why rules are like this and that people actually learned them very likely the hard way and then embrace that and act in a compatible way. Become a peer. And that also, that has a kind of a side effect because fiction teaches you critical thinking at the same time. Because in trying to empathize with the characters of a story and what drives them, you'll undoubtedly agree more with some than others. And you'll see that in communities too, right? Some people in a community, you will resonate with more than others. Maybe with the moderators, maybe regular contributors, maybe lurkers or something. It doesn't really matter who it is. You'll have a, yeah, different kinds of relationships with different people. And if you read a lot of fiction, you will develop this sense of considering characters' internal motivations, and then you will start judging their actions from what I think is like an in-between perspective, somewhere between your own moral position as a, as a human being and the elaborate socio-ethical worldview that the author instilled in the book, kind of the, the, yeah, the fictitious society and its rules. And if you read a book, you'll be somewhere between those two, right? You're going to be yourself and you have your own life experience and your own thoughts. And then you will kind of take the world in which this happens and think from somebody who would live in that world and judge the actions of any character from there. And you can transport that onto communities as well because um, this mix of empathy and judgment is incredibly helpful for founders trying to be leaders and peers at the same time in a community that they chose to serve and empower. Because fiction trains you to maintain that balance. It allows you to look at it from your personal perspective and then from an in-group perspective. And you should always balance these two when you interact with a group in some capacity, right? If somebody, let's say again, advertising in a community that doesn't allow for advertising, as a person that themselves is running a business, you probably think, oh, I wish I could advertise. But as a group member, as a peer, as a contributor to the group, you're going to think, wait, we need to make sure that this is actually valuable to the people in the community. And if it if it's just potentially leading to more advertising that is not helpful to the community coming into the community, we have to fight it right now. And this is a balance, obviously, because your personal interests and your in-group interests, they are maybe often, but at least sometimes conflicting. And fiction teaches you to maintain this delicate balance. And that I love that about reading fiction. I can judge a character and completely agree with them at the same time, because my personal interpretation and my inward interpretation are different from each other. And I'm still, in some, on some level of cognitive dissonance, I guess, I hold them both in my mind at the same time. Fiction teaches you that, and that is something that no nonfiction book can teach you. Because you have to empathize with a character and their internal motivation and all the things that happen to them. And nonfiction does not have that. Nonfiction is instruction and um, example. And it's great. It's teaching on, on a wonderful level. But you don't develop this sense of yeah, identification with a person. So you don't have this in-character perspective that you need in a community setting as a founder to communicate with people on a level that is both good for you, good for them, and good for the community at large. And that brings me to the, the, my final thought here, because one of my biggest learnings from reading fiction was that coherence could come from wildly different assumptions. Just because you're more knowledgeable doesn't mean you're right. The concept of maintaining a consistent worldview is important to people who may often conflate being consistent with being right. But, you know, that's a 
topic for a different conversation. The more you can help people stay consistent with their worldview, the more they'll show appreciation. Of course, this doesn't mean that you can't stand behind your own truth. Just know that it might look a little different for the people you interact with. Your truth is not their truth. And finding common ground is more important than being right. And that's what fiction does. It teaches empathy and gives you the opportunity to step back a little, be less combative, and, and more inclusive in your understanding of what drives other people. And the best thing about this is that you don't need to do anything else but read. Honestly, there's no worksheet, there's no tests, there's no degree. You just need to read books. You just gobble up more stories and you'll see an improvement just from exposing yourself to more stories, to more narratives, to more characters, to more perspectives. So if you've been avoiding fiction because you felt it wouldn't help your entrepreneurial ambition, think again. It's a tool in your arsenal that can change the way you think about communities, people, and world-changing concepts. And it's definitely worth a try. And if you ask me what fiction you should read, honestly, there is so much good stuff out there. I'm a big fan of the, the Lord of the Rings books by, by Tolkien, J.R.R. Tolkien, because he has this incredible skill of making both the characters and the actual settings of the book interesting and characters themselves. So the places that are described in Tolkien's books are themselves characters. And that is actually quite interesting for an entrepreneur because it's not just about people. It's also about the context in which people have their and live their lives. So um, The Lord of the Rings is a, is a wonderful story. You definitely should read it. I mean, if you like the movies, it's great. Read, it, read the books. If you don't like the movies, read the books too because they're much more elaborate, which is usually the case with movie adaptations. But that's that would be my start this if you haven't done it already. And I'm a big fan of, of science fiction and fiction, just fantasy fiction as well. If you want to go into the, the science fiction world, I recommend reading the books by, by Ian Banks. Ian M. Banks, he, he has, uh, he's written books, the Culture Series is the name of the series. It's just very interesting, very mind-blowing concepts. Um, uh, yeah, and that note, mind-blowing concepts are generally very interesting to read about because, you know, they expand your mind, they expand your thinking of what is possible and what can be done, what can be imagined even. So that's that's always a wonderful thing. And if you're more into fantasy fiction, I recommend Brandon Sanderson's books, the um, the Stormlight Archives, for example, or the, the yeah, what, what is it? There's, there's a really large amount of wonderful fiction books by Brandon Sanderson. I don't think anything is wrong. The Cosmere series includes all of them. So just go for Sanderson. Go for Tolkien and go for Banks. And if you want something that is kind of more funny, more approachable in a yeah, in an ironic, satirical way, go with Terry Pratchett. Read the Discworld series. There's a, like 20 some, maybe 30 books that are quite enjoyable. They are fiction, but kind of not. So whatever it is, get a book, read, and put yourself into the shoes of the characters, into the minds of the characters, and explore the world from within. It's, it's going to teach you a lot about community, about understanding people, motivation, goals, and how to get there, and how you should talk to people to meet them where they are. And I think that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening um, to the Boots of Founder podcast today. You can find me on Twitter at Avidkal, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L. And you can check out the blog at thebootstrapfounder.com. You can find my book Zero to Sold at zerotosold.com and The Embedded Entrepreneur 
talked about this earlier at embeddedentrepreneur.com. If you have any questions about this episode, reach out on Twitter, send an email to arvid at thebootstrapfounder.com. If you want to support me in the podcast, just please leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.